Welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am your hostess, Minga. This is the only podcast where you're going to get some funny, you're going to get some real, and guess what, guys? You're going to get all of me. <laughs> where are you going to get that from? All that from, right? Listen, I, I, I know I haven't been on here in a little bit, and I've been so focused Um on the things of God and what God is doing between work and, and, uh, my business and my production that's coming out. I have a play and I told, I think I told y'all in the last podcast, um, that I had a play coming and, um, it's April the 14th. It's in Philadelphia. It's going to be on 20th and Diamond, but I will give you all the details, all the details. I believe in uh, in January, I will give you all the details and I will constantly make announcements about that. But uh, I'm so excited. The name of the play is called Stop Fooling Yourself. And uh, please share, please share. The play is absolutely free, but we are going to have vendors and, and we're going to have food. Um, those are the things that you you'll pay for because these are uh, people's small businesses that um, I'm welcoming. If you want to uh, be a vendor that night, please let me know. It's like $15 a spot. Um, and you can also, you know, we can, we can have a spot for you. Um, but yes, so I'm so excited, but the play is absolutely free. Um, and bring as many as people as possible as you can with you. I want everyone to see this play. God gave me this play. I wrote this play years ago. I, um, I wrote this play, believe it or not, I was in high school, 11th, 12th grade. I uh, produced this play and performed this play um, then, and I didn't even know, and this is the, this is the thing, y'all, I didn't even know about plays like that. I mean, I knew about Broadway and things like that. I was always into the performing arts. I went to school uh, for the performing arts stage and dance, and I sang and all that kind of stuff. But I really never, um, I think they used to call it the, some people get upset with this name, but they used to call it the Chitlin Circuit. <laughs> And it was like the urban plays and stuff like that. So I didn't I didn't know about the Tyler Perry's and the David E. Talbert's and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't know about that until I uh I I I wrote this play and and I wrote it and I showed a, a teacher and uh he was like, Oh, you're a writer, you know, and this, that and the other and he really encouraged me and I didn't even know how to produce uh, a play and a production or direct anything, but God taught me everything I needed to know. And he, he sent people, um, to teach me and I knew about stage and makeup. I, I know how to do that and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, wow. So I did this play and then God had given me, he gave me other plays. And then I started turning them into books. And um, a couple of my books will be there that night. Um, and I start doing stuff like that and just doing it independently. And I said, wow, it's it's a lot of work. But it's I, I enjoy it. Um, 
And like I said, I didn't know how to do any of this. God showed me everything. God sent people to tell me how to do certain things, things that I didn't know, or if I did it incorrectly, they was like, oh no, this is the way you do it. So I'm telling you, even, you know, so I, it's, it's something like I stopped doing the plays. I was traveling with the plays. I had the honor of, um, um, and I took it as an honor at that time. I had the honor of meeting Tyler Perry and I remember meeting him. And I think this is before he even had a show, you know, he was doing plays. He was on the road with plays a lot. And I had the honor of meeting him several times. We sat down and, and spoke and laughed together and everything. And he just told me about himself and how he got started and things like that. And, um, I even got called to be in uh, different plays after that, like, you know, and let me tell y'all, a lot of, I was so shy when I started doing, I used to be really, really shy, and, um, and I'm talking about shy, like, you couldn't even speak to me or say hi, and because I was just so nervous to talk to people, I'm a little, little shy now, but it's not bad, like, I can, once, once I get to talking to you, I get comfortable, you know, I'm, I'm cool, but <laughs> I mean, if I, if I'm comfortable with you, that's it. You're going to say, listen, you need to stop all this talking. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, but you know, when I, and, and some people used to take it as being standoffish, but I was never standoffish. I love people. I actually do. I love people a lot. I'm not a standoffish person. It's just sometimes I am a little shy at first until I get to know the person. And I start when I get to know them, that's it. It's like, oh, uh, you want me to talk. You don't know what you're asking for because, yeah, I will talk to you for hours. I will tell you everything. Okay? You will know everything I know. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I... um. Doing praise and worship and singing in front of people and and uh, preaching in front of people uh, and things like that and doing the play, that that's really helped me to come out of that a lot and be able to um, do the play. Because when I first did the play, I was so scared. I, was, I played two characters in the play, like I'm doing now. I played two characters. I don't never tell the people what the second character is because it's, it's a surprise. But the first character I play is the pastor. And uh, it's not a good pastor. Okay, I'm just letting you know. But <laughs> it's um, when I first did that, I was so, so scared. And, and I remember those days I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I might be nervous again. I'm, I'm praying that the Lord take that away because God didn't give us the spirit of fear. And we ain't got nothing to fear. And especially when we're promoting uh, the gospel, when we're putting the gospel out. So we shouldn't be fearful. Hopefully I'm good. And because um, I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done this in a while. But I used to travel a lot with plays and I, I've sung in the plays and things like that. So I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that y'all can come. Um, I will, it, like I said, it's in Philadelphia. I will give more information about the play. But I just wanted to put that out there before I actually have the conversation. And um, 
I don't think I have a whole lot to say. It's just a lot going on in the world. And um, I know this is happening with young people far as, you know, uh, and and let me just put this out here. Um, Let me explain what I'm talking about. Young people far as having friends that they think is their friends, but their friends are killing them or setting them up to be killed or whatever the case may be. I know this. we're seeing a lot of stories with young people this is happening to, but this happens with older people as well. And sometimes you think because people are older, they have more wisdom. They should, and you should be watchful of, of all of your surroundings, you know. And we see a lot going on. There's so much going on. And I just wanted to say this too. If you don't know Jesus, after seeing all of this, this is in the Word of God. And, and, and the Word of God talks to us about the last days. You know, the people's hearts are actually wax cold. People really do not care about you. You know, and it used to be a time where people were really caring towards other people. It's it's crazy to me. And I was thinking about my own life of how many times I was around people that didn't like me when I was younger. And I remember my mom saying, you know, sometimes when you're young, you, you don't think like you supposed to, you know, my mom used to say to me, don't, you shouldn't be hanging with that person. This is not a good person to be around. You trying to be friends. You trying to be down. And and these people ain't trying to be down with you. They don't care about you the same way you care about them, you know? And I used to get upset with her, you know, cause I used to say, Oh, she don't want me to be around nobody. But my mom, it, you know, it took certain situations. I'm glad that God spared my life. I'm glad that God didn't allow things that the enemy wanted to do. I'm glad that he didn't allow for it to happen. But uh, uh, I remember I could just think of things where people, God start to reveal these people. Like, um, and, and I'm going to tell you all a story. I, You know, I've been friends with people that people have told me, you know, this person is jealous of you. And you know what? I'm always one of those people. I used to be one of those people that used to say jealous. Jealous of what? You know? I mean, what they jealous of me for? Like, I don't, you know, I was like, I don't I don't have nothing going. And, you know, especially women. Yeah, I used to always say that. Because I always thought that they were like the pretty ones. I was like, oh, they, they you know, they look better than me. What they jealous of me for? And that's stupid. But then, you know what? As I got older... You know, people are jealous of you for many reasons. It could be many reasons. Sometimes people are jealous of your relationship. They jealous about who, you know, the which what God put in you, what God has invested in you. Sometimes people are jealous of your anointing. They're jealous of the, the blessings that God is giving you. They're, you know, it's so many reasons. I, I, it's people that I know personally that I used to hear them talk about other people's marriages and they were haters. They were haters. And if you look at their relationship, they always in, in bondage with somebody. They always in love with somebody that they shouldn't be in love with. And they're always fighting those type of people. A lot of times they fight against other people's relationships. That's really happy. And it's like, you know, and and you think about your life and I think about my life, how, how many times I was around people like that. I could have been 
my life could have been taken, you know, because sometimes we're around these haters. And you know what? Those are the people that will hurt you. You know, you it's it's not the pe- the people that's close, the people that's under you. It's not strangers. Of course it's not a stranger because you ain't going to let nobody off the street just get up on you or know your business. You're not going to do that. It's somebody you confide in, people you trust, people you tell. Those are the people you have to watch because a lot of times those people, they're the ones that got they have it out for you. And it's so, and they the most dangerous type of people because they are smiling your face. I love that song. This is why I love the OJs though, because they said a lot of stuff that we see. We see these backstabbers and people. I think that's the OJs, isn't it? If I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me, please. I think that's them that sing that song. I don't, I'm not sure, but we see these people and they'll be in your face. They'll be smiling and laughing with you, calling you bro, calling you sis. And the whole time they hate you. I, I, I could tell y'all some stories. I could tell y'all how I thought that certain people were friends of mine. I mean, seriously, I could tell you some stories. And they have told people things against me, uh, uh, even a relationship that I was in. Okay, this guy went and told people stuff that that stuff that he was doing. I wasn't even doing. He was doing it. Stuff that's not true. I get people coming to me even now to this day talking about. I don't even talk to him no more. But even now to this day, they say, "Oh, I talked to so and so, and they told me so and so and so." And I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute, what?" You know, I mean, you would be surprised. It's, I'm telling you, that's why I pray all the time. Let me see the enemy when he walks up on me. I don't care how good the the person smile, how good they talk to you, how much they try to praise you. I don't care who it is. God, let me see the enemy when he walks up. Let me know who it is when they walk up on me. Don't let me be blind to nothing. I don't want to be blind to nothing. That's how you lose your life, being blind to something. I know people right now, my brother was killed, okay? My brother was killed. We still don't know who. And he had all these friends around him. We still don't know who. Nobody knows anything. You understand what I'm saying? I know another guy. Years ago, his life was taken by his friend, so-called, all these friends around him, so-called best friend killed him. You never, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You never know. You never know. Soon as something happened, look at this girl that, that, that went on vacation, gets killed, and all these friends around, but nobody knows nothing. Oh, I didn't see nothing. All these friends around. It's it's just crazy to me. 
And and I'm looking, if we seeing it happen with a lot of young people, because a lot of times young people don't think and they don't like to listen to their parents or tell their parents the truth and they think they being sneaky and just going out here being friends with people. Everybody is not a friend. And it's but the thing is my thing was to get on here to say it's not just young people doing this. You have older people that are this foolish that they do it too. I was telling a guy that I know not too long ago about drinking and he's 52 years old. You would think he had some good sense, but you know, a lot of them don't either. I was telling him about drinking with people he don't know. I said, don't be sitting around you in the house by yourself drinking with strangers. You don't know who these people are. You don't know who these people are. You don't know. They could set you up, anything, rob you. And these people getting high too? Are you serious? And you in the house by yourself with them drinking? You don't know what's going on. Ain't no way in the world I'd be drunk under any influence, nothing, with somebody I don't know. Are you see, I don't drink anyway. But I'm just saying, if I did, it's no way in the world that I'd be around some people drinking and I don't know nothing about you. And I can't, I have no, uh, uh, I, I'm under the influence. I can't defend myself, think for myself, nothing. I'm sober all the time. And I don't, I don't go nowhere. I don't, if I don't know, I ain't around nobody. I know, no, ain't no way in the world. I don't care what you invite me to. There's no way in the world. I was telling somebody that it's like even even dating. You have to be careful with that. You hear all these stories about people getting killed, people getting robbed. Just shut up. People are just crazy. We are in the last days. People are losing their minds. And some people will never work. They'll take what you got, though, but they'll never do anything to better themselves. Always want what somebody else has. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I I was just listening to these stories and I said, wow, there's so much going on in the world. We need to pray. Every time you go out the door, keep yourself covered in the blood of Jesus. Pray over yourself. Ask God to cover you. And, you know, you don't want to be out here unprotected. It's crazy. I mean, you're just hearing so many, so many stories. So many stories. Young people just losing their life. I mean, uh, wow. Wow, it's just, you know, um, it's just crazy. Even with this political thing, you know, it's just, wow. And I was just telling someone about the, the, the music industry, about, you know, all this demonic stuff that they just putting in your face, just putting in our putting in our faces and people are walking around like they don't understand what's going on. People are under a delusion. Like, they see all this stuff. I mean, the word of God is so true. I mean, people calling evil good and good evil. I mean, wow. <laughs> no morals. 
None. You, you, I mean, you go date somebody. The first thing they think you're supposed to take your clothes off. And when you say, well, I, you know, I don't do that. This is why you got the weight on the Lord. You be meeting people. They be like, oh, we grown. That's their excuse for everything. We grown. You would think because you are grown, you would know better. You would think because you're grown, you would use your brain and stop thinking with other things. Because we are grown, we know we don't know each other. So why would we go? Why would we do that? Why? What would be the point in that? I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't know if you what you got. You don't know what I got. I could be walking around here. Come on. I mean, let's be honest. I could have something that I can't get rid of and give it to you. You can't get rid of it. Then what? Then what? What we going to tell a disease? We grown so it can go away? Like, I mean, it's <laughs> the morals. Of, I'm telling you, people are so insane. It's like nobody is thinking now. Nope. In 2022, we almost to 2023. And I'm telling you, no, it's like nobody is thinking. You talk to people now, they're on a different planet. You're looking at them like, oh my gosh, look, I know I'm waiting on the Lord. I know I, you got to wait on the Lord. You go messing around, man. The devil is in these people. You go messing around with these people. You can lose your life. You can lose your life messing around with these people. You thinking you having a good time. Five or ten minutes going to cost you eternity. And honey, eternity is a... It, honey, it's too long. That's a long... That's a long payment. Especially if you ain't going to meet Jesus. <laughs> Especially if you're going to close your eyes and lift them up in hell. That honey, eternity is too long. And hell ain't got no cold water, no fans. There ain't no air conditioner. Nothing. And in hell for the rest of... Forever. For five or ten minutes. Five or ten minutes of giggles. Okay? Five or ten minutes. And, and, I, and I know, and I'm outspoken, so I'm going to just say it. Five or ten minutes of calm. Somebody made you, and, and, and this same person get rid of you. Wow, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Talk about putting on the whole armor. You got to have the whole armor of God out here. You got to. You will be messed. I'm telling you, the devil ain't playing no games. And all of y'all think that this is playtime. You done lost. You, you delusional too. You done lost your mind. You delusional. And I'm telling you, you meet a lot of delusional people. You, you're talking in, in, in the laws that's being passed. It's one law that I want to talk about, and it's about pedophiles. But I want to, I want to get some more information about that because I think we need to be concerned about that. We got to protect our children. And you still got people just leaving their kids with anybody. Just leaving their kids. Watch the Steve Wilco show. I don't know if y'all watch that. But watch that show. You can you can get it on uh, YouTube. Watch that show. You know how many pedophiles that man caught coming on there? And it be people like the grandfather, the grandmother, the mother, 
the auntie. Because some people think that these trifling, nasty women don't do stuff like that. I know a lot of older men that talk about when they was kids, they was molested by a babysitter. And some of y'all think that's cute. That's not cute. A grown woman touching a kid, ain't nothing cute about that. That's disgusting. That's a, that's a disgusting, that's the most disgusting thing I'm telling you, you can do. And I, I mean, wow. We have to pray over our children. We, we have to pray over our families. Pray over yourself. I mean, but I'm going to get back on here. I'm going to get some more information about that law. And I am going to um, get back on here and talk to you all about that. Because I think it's, well, it's very concerning. And it's disgusting. And we definitely, and it just shows you how much you have to protect your children. And like I said, some, some people are still leaving their children with anybody. I never did that. I never did that. I never left my children with anybody. And first of all, mostly when my kids were little, they was always with me. I never did that because uh, once in a blue moon, you know, if I had to really go somewhere like to a doctor or something like that and I couldn't take them. But no, and it was people that, and even though I knew these people very well, I'm sorry, I still would, you know, question my kids because you just never know. And my thing is, like, even my kids forcing my kids to be with somebody. If my kids was crying real bad and I seen that they were, like, really hysterical. You know what I'm saying? They they was crying and kicking real bad. They didn't want to be with, oh, I don't want to go with so-and-so. I would never make them go. I just would cancel what I had to do. Now, I know that's not popular now because certain mothers and parents they don't like to do stuff like that because they like oh i want to go have my life no well you shouldn't have laid down and had them babies if that's how you felt because you're a parent and part of you being a parent is you can't do everything you want to do all the time because you got them kids and it's your job you are their first line of defense and it's your job to advocate for your kids it's your job to do that it's to leave them on people and you see them crying like they're crazy and, and they're going to stop hitting them kids talking about, oh, you just acting out. No, maybe they trying to tell you that so-and-so is touching them. Maybe so-and-so is being mean to them when you're not around. Okay? Sometimes when people don't like you, they take it out on your kids. Maybe so-and-so is doing, especially if you got kids that can't talk. I definitely didn't leave my kids with nobody and they couldn't talk because they can't tell me what's wrong. No, I was see. I don't know. I was molested as a child. I was molested from five to 14. I don't play them games when it comes to my kids because I know people will hurt your kids and people do mean stuff to kids. I've had people when I was a kid, people used to do mean stuff to me when my, when my grandmother wasn't around. And how sometimes however they feel about your parents, they'll take it out on the kids. So if they don't like you and you don't know them, they'll take it out on your baby. Every time you leave, even daycares. It's a lot. Like I said, I keep saying it. There's so much going on in the world. 
And this is not the time to have a blind eye. I don't care if they're your family. You don't take no chances with your kid. Let me tell you something. A lot of people have sneaky child molesters in their family that the family don't even know about. These little, they have touched little kids before and you might not even heard of it because you have to understand something about rape and molestation and stuff. People don't always tell these things. Sometimes it takes people 20 years to tell that they were molested. It takes people years. I, it took me till I was 40 years old to talk about how I was molested as a child. So sometimes it takes years because sometimes it's a buildup, you know, when you starting to, to be healed and you want to be healed from this, people don't know. It's like, a, um, I don't know. It's like a constant uh, reminder. Like even as I got older and being in adult relationships, you know, being in a relationship with a man, I noticed, especially as it was a serious relationship, because of what happened to me, it was hard for me to trust him. And especially, you know, around my children. It was hard because it, it, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is why I start going to like therapy and things like that, because I didn't realize until I got into a relationship, I didn't realize how I was holding on to that. I really didn't realize that. Like, I thought that I had let a lot of that go. And I remember I had spoke to a doctor. And I and I know I'm about to get personal with y'all, okay? Because I'm just telling you it's, it's a lot going on in the world and what you need to be aware of. But here's some personal information. Me and him had been intimate, right? But... Uh, it wasn't enjoyable for me like it was for him. And, and I was so uncomfortable with the situation. And I had went to a doctor because, you know, I was feeling uncomfortable in my female parts. Okay. So I went to a doctor and I was like, I don't know what's going on or whatever. You know, it's like, so it's like I can't relax or something. And I remember she asked me, did um she said have you ever been raped or anything like that or or molested or or something and i said to her i said yeah but that was like a long time ago and she says okay so she says tell me what happened to you and so i told her that um my first experience with sex was was when i was little little okay and uh I was raped uh, when I was a teenager and things like that. And I just told, you know, I just went on and, and told her everything that happened to me. And she told me that I needed to see another type of doctor. Okay. And I said, what? And she recommended a doctor. I went to go see a therapist and she said that I was still suffering from trauma of what happened. So that's why I couldn't be comfortable. And that's why I'm saying like that stuff, you know, this is why you need to be careful with your children because that stuff 
grows up with you. That's a spirit too. And it doesn't allow you to get close to people or anything. The people you supposed to get close to, even people that God sent to you, you won't be close to them because you're dealing with that, you know? And I didn't know that I was still dealing with that and why it was hard for me to be in a relationship with him. Because at the end of the day, I'm being honest with you. Like, it, I, I I could not, it, I had a problem with trusting him. And I'm going to tell you the biggest thing, the devil ain't no good. I'm going to tell you what used to come to me all the time. What happened to me as a child? And then I start dreaming about it. And the more I dreamt about the stuff I was having nightmares about, it was like repeating in my head every night. And I would have these nightmares about what happened to me. And even he would wake up out of his sleep and be like, you know, you know, you're okay. It's, 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 you know, he's not here and all that. And he had passed away. My, you know, my grandfather had passed away, you know, and I was, I was still having these. And when he passed away, believe it or not, it got worse. And I, I kept having these dreams and these, these nightmares about that. And it was hard for me to be in a relationship because the more I dreamt it, the more I didn't trust him. And I didn't trust him around my kids. And I was like, nope, you got the look, you got to go. You got to go. I, I can't because I can't I can't be with you in, in any way because I don't trust you. And he was like, I'm not gonna do anything to you, would it, you know, but you holding on to that. You know what I'm saying? And this is why. This is what so many women is dealing with this, this trauma and so many men are dealing with trauma and it's hard for them to be. The only thing with me is I recognize what the problem was and I went and got help for the problem. And, and because you will live with that forever. If you don't, if you don't get no prayer. And then I start, um, I went back to church. I start, uh, praying and, and fasting and things like that because Look, I ain't going to be no victim. I'm sorry. I'm not going to live like no victim. I ain't going to think like no victim. And I ain't going to put no man through no bull crap because I got this victim mentality. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to live like that. That's a horrible way to live. And and that's a way to, to be scared all the time. And you can't even be in a relationship. You can't, you know, you don't want people around your kids. You don't want, you know, of course, protect your children. But if you're marrying somebody and whatever, I mean, you can't, you you just got to let, you got to let that down, you know, but I couldn't do that. And I knew that I couldn't, cause I have people that ask me, how come it's been so long that you haven't gotten to another relationship? Yes. Cause I had to heal. I had to go get some healing, get myself together. I couldn't bring that mess to nobody. Cause man, he would have been like the way I was, he would have been paranoid to even be around me. And I'm telling you, so this is why you want to always pray about who's around your children, who you allowing around your children, that child molestation stuff, that stuff will hold on to you for life. That's a demonic, uh, uh, a spirit. When, when some adult does that to a child, they open a door that is, is a demonic rim that you open for that child. And you have to be careful who's around your child. You can't 
take any chances with your children. And I don't care if it's grandmom, grandpop. I don't care. Just because they ain't never did it to you, that don't mean it. You have to understand something about abusers. Abusers pick and choose who they abuse. They don't abuse everybody. So don't, don't look at it as, oh, that never happened to me. I've been knowing auntie my whole life. She ain't never did that to me. That, that has nothing to do with anybody else. It may never happen to you. That doesn't mean they haven't done it before. They just didn't do it to you. You was, and thank God that they didn't do it to you. So understand you got to pray. And I pray about that. I pray about my children who's around my children. Cause there's so many stories like it. Oh my gosh. If you could hear, because I have a women's group, I have like a women refocus group. And if you can hear the stories of women who was with people who they thought they trusted people in their family. And these people wind up doing something to their kids. These, some of these women, they've been stalked. They had to move from state, different states and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, it is real out here. It is real out here. So you need to be praying and you need to be paying attention to your surroundings, who's around your children, who you allow. If your child, if little Billy or little Tina is crying because they don't want to go with grandmom, don't make them go. If they crying and kicking and screaming because they don't want to be with Uncle Charlie, don't make them go. I don't care if it's your brother. Okay, your brother could be a nasty dog. You don't know what your brother do behind closed doors. Shut that noise up. People be like, oh, I've been knowing him my whole life. Nobody knows the everybody. Nobody knows anybody. You don't know the intents of a man's heart. You do not know. You do not know. So keep your eyes open. It'll take a lifetime. You're going to die and still not know everything about a person. It takes a lifetime to learn a person. Because people, you know, people are not, they evolve. People grow. And, and, and you're not, come on. You're, you're not going to know everything it is to know about a person. Like, it's just, you just don't know. You, you know, like, I, you know, and, that, and that's just me being real. I mean, I'm not saying you can't get to know a person. I'm just saying most child molesters, most people that are friends and hate you, these are people that's under you. They show you love. They seem like they good people. They, they, they blend in. You know, you can't look at somebody and say, oh, that's a child molester. Oh, oh, that person is sneaky. They going to do me in. Like, you, you know, you can't look at people walking down the street and say that because you don't know. The one that you might think is creepy may not be creepy. But the one you think is solid, that's the creepy one. You know, this stuff doesn't happen by people who we could just look at and say they're good people or whatever. We, you would hope. I hope that your brother ain't like that. I hope that, you know, you ain't got no family members like that. I pray that that's not what it is. But, I mean, you just don't. You never know. Hopefully, all your friends love you. Hopefully, they do. Okay, I pray that they do. And if they don't, I pray that God shows you who the wolf is so you can get away from them. You know, keep your children out of people's houses. If you ain't willing to be sitting with your own kids, 
then you need to stop getting in the bed and having sex with people. And especially in the raw. Okay. Cause I don't know where you think babies come from, but if you keep doing that, you're going to have more kids. That's how that like basically works. So don't, you know, don't do it. So you don't have to be worried about sitting in the house all day. Now, and if you're one of those people, you don't care how many kids you have, then you be a parent to your own children. Stop depending on other folk to be the parent for you. Stop depending on the TV, the YouTube, the game stuff. Stop depending on this stuff to be the parent for you. And you be the parent to the child. What's the best lessons a child can learn is from their own parent, unless the parent is deranged and they're crazy. Okay. But if you send my, if you, if you, if you're pretty normal, okay, then, you know, you are the best person that the kids can learn from. So stop trusting the daycare and these people. I even heard stories about daycare centers doing stuff to people's kids. I'm telling you, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. We can talk about all this stuff all day about what's going on. It's so many stories, even home invasions, all kinds. Oh, my gosh. People are losing their minds. People are really delusional. And, and you know people are delusional because if you can't see that, then let me be honest with you, then you're the delusional person. You're the person that is just walking in delusion right now if you can't see that. But most of us, that's pretty normal. Um, and, and it's being led by the Spirit of God. You can talk to people now and have a conversation with them. And you're just like... You know, sometimes I be wanting to ask people, you know, are you from this planet? Like, what what planet you come from? Because, I mean, some of this stuff I ain't never heard of. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. You're just looking at people now just like, okay. So, what spaceship you you came down on? You know, like, what, because I don't understand what? You know, it's like people are delusional, just delusional with everything. And this is probably going to be a little funny, but I mean, maybe not. But I thought, you know, we still talking about serious things, but I'm being honest. I thought people were starting to be delusional when I figured out is a whole community out here that don't like to bathe. It's a whole every and that's enough. Everybody want their own community. Even the people that's funky want their own community because it's a it's. I don't know if they know they're part of this community, but I mean, even with that, I I knew right there that people was delusional when people are trying to talk to somebody, and you can clearly smell they haven't bathed in a while. I I thought that was enough delusion, you know, because you got to be delusional, not to wash your butt, but come outside anyway, talking to people like it's all good. You something is wrong with you. I don't know what it is, but I mean, part of it is you're nasty, but something is wrong with you. But when I noticed that it was it was like a community of people like this and you meet these people every so often, I said, wow. I know people are dealing with some problems. I'm serious. We need to open Bible again. I, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. We need to open it up. 
Let these people just walk on in there. Don't stop them. Just let them go on in. Just open Barberry again. Because this don't make any sense. The stuff that we see going on. It's like, wow. Really? This this is how we doing it? And they saying, yes, this is how we do it. That song would have been real good right now if it was made. Because this is exactly how they doing it. Wow. But I just wanted to get on here and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. It's like we we need to keep pray for our children, for these laws that's being passed. And, and, and the laws are catering to the pedophiles. OK, pray for Chicago, for that new law that they're going to have starting January 1st, 2023. It's going to be like the freaking purge, man. I, I tell you, Um and we'll get into that next podcast. Uh, it's because I want to get some more information on that law I told you about the children. Because um, I think that's something that we really need to discuss. And um, we really need to, to be praying. And we need to do all we can do in our communities. Okay? Understand. I know right now. There is a lot of play on black, white, black, white, black, white. And I understand a lot of y'all is so gun ho on that. And y'all trying to make this pro-black nonsense of religion. But let me tell y'all something. Stop with all this right now in our community. Okay? We can't be divided. And when I say the community, I'm talking about blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians. All of us need to stick together. We are powerful if we are in number. We are weak if we're divided. And we have to understand that. Okay? We can't let... You know what? The biggest fear is all of us coming together. When we are divided, we you can be conquered that way, divided. But when we are together, everybody can feed off of everybody's information. Your neighbor got this information. You got that information. The people down the street got that information. We all come together and bind together. Black man, white man, don't matter who it is. And we bind together. We can stop a lot of this stuff. We can stop this stuff from happening in our communities. We need each other. When we promote hate, we're not going to cure. Some of y'all talking about racism. Okay, well, listen. You don't stop racism with more racism. That doesn't that doesn't stop anything. You don't stop violence with more violence. That okay, that's kind of it's it doesn't make sense. Okay? Um we you know, I don't care what the media is saying. I don't care what people are saying as uh, far as oh, let's st- let's stick together. God created all of us. He created all of us. We all need each other. There's no such thing as you don't need nobody. There's no such thing as all I need is black people. No, we need all people. That's a lie. We need each other. Okay? And right now, we're at a point where we can in the world where you're going to sink or swim. Which one are you going to do? If you keep on with that, 
bullcrap propaganda, that that black power and all I care is black or all I care about is white or whatever thing going on in your head, you keep on with that, you're going to sink. You're going to be devoured. God called us to love. He called us to walk in love, walk in unity, walk in liberty. Okay? Have peace with all men, not just freaking your color. Stop being superficial. Look at the heart of the person. Jesus said we are know a tree by the fruit it bears. So let's look at that tree and see what type of fruit the tree is bearing. I don't care what color the tree is. It doesn't matter. What fruit is this tree bearing? Is it bearing good fruit or bad fruit? Some of y'all hanging with people your own color, but if you look at their tree, they ain't bearing nothing but bad fruit. That's all they're bearing. And that's all they're going to bring to you. So we're at a point where you're going to sink or swim. We need to swim right now. So we need to get along with everybody. We need to save the ship. The ship is going under. And y'all still worrying about superficial stuff. Who black, who white, who cares? Ain't none of y'all doing nothing for me. Black, white, or whoever else. (laughs) When I got to pay my rent, I don't see none of y'all coming knocking on this door. Talking about, hey, I got your rent money. I don't see none of y'all bringing no food. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care what color you are anyway. And y'all shouldn't care. Because when you paying your rent, how many people your color walking down the street coming with half of your rent money or your mortgage money or your tax money? Nobody. Nobody. So leave that alone. When you ain't got no food, your kids ain't got nothing to eat. How many of these people feeding your kids? Nobody. You breaking your back. So let's stop this and let's swim and let's love each other. That's the only way we're going to make it. We have to bind together. We can't not be divided. That ain't going to do nothing but conquer. That with the evil one. The evil wants to conquer. That's what they want. But I love y'all. Don't forget to accept Christ while you still have time. While he still can be found, accept him before it's too late. I love y'all. Have an awesome, awesome day. Bye.